pretty sweet. I wish I, I wish I would have gone to college there. Yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to kick it off right about six minute mark. I just make a little note so I can actually cut the time down. All right. So welcome to the June 16th, 2022 show, episode eight, the Ocho. The Ocho. It's going to be a great episode. We have Angie from KC on the line, a uh, long lost friend, uh, 10 plus years or so. We, uh, we're, we're super glad to have you on the, on the show, Angie. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. Yeah. We know you're, uh, an avid runner now from what, <laughs> from what Corey says. Absolutely. I mean, running's just my life now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Angie, you just participated in the Oklahoma City Marathon. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Um, I have a girlfriend at work who is she is an avid runner for real, and um, put together a relay team for the marathon, and and she does a whole bunch of half marathons and full marathons, and so um, we got a team together at work. And we all went down and did it together. Sweet. How long ago was that? That was oh, about a month ago. Okay. And so was it five, five different uh, legs of the relay? Yes, there were five of us who participated. So um, some folks had like seven miles, like one person had seven, one person had six, two of us had three. Like it was just kind of divided out. Um, okay. I was, I was one of the three milers <laughs> um, and I, I walked it, but I speed walked. I walked so fast. Did you, you know, like the Olympic speed walking where you can't lift up your heel? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was sore afterwards, actually, it, because we were walking so fast. So my, my friend from work who organized the run, her leg of the race was right before mine. And she did, I don't know, I think seven miles she ran and then she walked my three with me. Nice. So, um, I did not know the pace would be that fast for the walking. <laughs> but I was, I was all about it. And, um, it was really motivating because we went through these neighborhoods and on these streets and there were people cheering us on and, and that was really exciting and fun. I loved that part of it. Yeah, it is super cool. I do love going through the neighborhoods. The yeah. first the first race that I ever did was in San Diego and it was through you started off in neighborhoods and I remember like I was maybe, I don't know, three miles in or something, and there was a tequila and, or a, a table set up in somebody's yard and they were serving tequila shots. And I was like, Oh man, that <laughs> seems like a terrible idea starting <laughs> off a marathon with taking a couple of tequila shots. So I skipped yeah. on that, but I heard, yeah, I heard that the people in the earlier legs, um, yeah, they had like shots and mimosas and things going on. I didn't get hey. that in uh in my three miles. I was a little jealous, but Jeez. what yeah, uh, what cool. what part of the marathon was the the three mile leg of yours? How how far into the full marathon was it? I was second to last. Out of okay, so people. getting towards towards the end. How how long was the last leg then? So um, how far I from think... the finish were you? I think he did seven miles. Oh, okay. So yeah, I find in, in most of the, the bigger city marathons that I've done, there's like at the beginning, it seems like the crowds are very big 
and then there's always a part in the middle where everybody congregates and then of course mm-hmm. when you get towards the end it gets huge again but there's always some gaps in there at mm-hmm. the in the you know the the middle fourth and the end fourth or whatever where where it's just kind of like you're you're kind of on your own in some of them and it's it's kind of some of the points where you need you need people <laughs> around to keep you honest yeah for yeah. sure did you see any uh, funny signs for your leg of the marathon? Yeah, I liked the signs. There was one that said, um, run like you stole it. I thought that mm-hmm. was funny. Nice. Uh, you should have stole something. <laughs> Did uh, parade ever was another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you take part in the pancake breakfast at 5.30 a.m.? Oh, no way. Oh, man. No way, Jose. Is that a thing? Well, according to the website. Oh, I'm not no, sure I... who eats a stack of pancakes before a marathon, but <laughs> <laughs> so it would. If correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a memorial marathon for the Oklahoma City bombing, correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay, and was there a reason you chose this one, or the reason your uh, friend from work organized this one? Some sort um, of connection. She she had done it before. Um, she said it was just a really nice race. Um. And it's fairly close. Um, we're all down in Wichita. Okay. And so the drive was uh, like two and a half hours. It wasn't bad at all. Oh, that's um, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I think location and timing and all of that, just the time of year, you know, spring, um, the weather was good. So. Heck yeah. yeah. So was, was the starter finish down in the area by that federal building where the bombing happened? or? So I, I'm not sure exactly where the bombing happened. Um, we did. So with your, um, race, uh, what, what's the, what's your, uh, bib, they call it a bib, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, with, with that, you could get into the memorial oh, okay. for free, but, um, at the end of the race, so, uh, we all went to about a quarter of a mile from the finish line and we waited for our fifth person you know, to come around and then we all finished the race together. Nice. Uh, And in that fourth of a mile at the end were um, these stands and each stand had a photo of one of the victims of the bombing on it. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And so that was really moving. I mean, children and adults and um, just, just people with, you know, stories and families and um, you know, whose lives tragically ended on that day. So um, it was just really neat to honor them, remember them. Yeah, I can imagine that was uh, that would be a, I mean, a inspiring and also a sad way to f- finish, but yeah. definitely, definitely a worthwhile race to mm-hmm. sort of have their have their legacy or their yeah their their different uh, personas live on from uh, mm-hmm. from that terrible event. Yeah. Yeah, I was glad to be a part of it. I, I can imagine. So was it, did you, was it a pretty big race? I mean, did you see, I mean, thousands of runners or how, what do you think the size was? It seemed like a lot of people. Um, I felt like uh, we were near, nearer the end of it. Um, you know, just having people who at different running levels and different speeds, you know, kind of maybe slowed our relay or our group down. And so, um, you know, at some of 
I, I think like one of you were saying, um, sometimes, you know, kind of in the middle parts of the race, there's not as many crowds or, or people cheering on, but, um, some of like the stations throughout the race where they would hand out drinks or snacks or whatever, um, you know, they were kind of boxing stuff up and putting stuff away oh, by the no. time we got to that area. <laughs> so, um, so I think oh. we may have missed some of the crowds, but, um, yeah, it seems like a fair amount of people. Okay. Is this something that you're going to put on your annual calendar for, uh, like work, work, uh, long, long, longevity or just, uh, workplace morale or anything? Um, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll see. I wouldn't be opposed to doing it again. I think it was really, it was fun and it was worthwhile and something different to do. So maybe. Did it really put that like running bug in you though, as far as you're like, (laughs) Oh, I'm going to go out and sign up for a half marathon now. Um, I'm not that crazy yet. So (laughs) I, um, but I have been, um, exercising more. So I've been going to the gym and so I, I have knee injuries. I think you guys probably, yeah. Yeah, So when I was nine, my knees started dislocating and like I've had surgeries on both of them and they have screws and everything. And so, um, I, I have always had trouble with running. And so, um, I have to take it really slowly. So I've been, um, doing a treadmill and I started out on the treadmill, just like, you know, seeing if I could jog like for one minute and I did it. And so now I'm up to, I, I'll like walk 30 minutes, but every fourth minute I run for that one minute. And so, I don't run consecutive minutes, but I, I'm up to seven minutes and 30 out of nice. 30. So that sounds like a, a great strategy. And like, basically how all the experts tell you to start running, like nobody really seems to follow it. And so, <laughs> um, generally people get hurt oh, trying yeah. to start running. So yeah. kudos to you for being yeah, disciplined about that. Yeah. Nice, I mean, nice running guy running just hurts in general for me (laughs) like no matter what I do I'm gonna get hurt but um yeah taking it slow and just kind of building it up has has been helpful for me I even get to the point where some of my minutes I end up doing two minutes at a time instead of just one and and that feels good yeah heck yeah that's a nice nice accomplishment for sure yeah do you have a uh, specific shoe that you wear for running Um, no, I have some old Adidas running shoes that I've had forever. (laughs) I, I could take recommendations on running shoes. Actually, We're sponsored by Saucony. Okay. Or we want to be. So that's always (laughs) our recommendation. No matter. We typically, when somebody says they wear a different type of shoe, we typically just in the podcast at that point. Yeah. So, (laughs) so some, some of them are super short. We like to ask that question like at least midway through so we don't have a total blank slate of a podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, but so Corey and I have been running in these Saucony's lately, and Corey can describe them a little better than I can, but they're super cool. They basically like sort of cheating when you're running. Uh, what's what's the, the deal with them, Corey? Yeah, so it's uh, basically they've got these kind of space age foams that they, they <laughs> build up the, the, 
the base of the shoe on and sandwiched between there's this thin carbon plate and it, it kind of works like a spring <laughs> and I mean you just kind of bound along and like all the I mean they've, they've used them to break the two-hour barrier in the marathon now so I mean it's it's the the evidence is of like quite uh, I mean it's quite obvious that that yeah. that it helps it's pretty much um, yeah yeah pretty much that sounds amazing <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool you know what I always think of though is um do you remember those shoes that they used to make in El Paso? It was maybe 20 years ago. They were called Spiras or something. The Tony Lama boots? They had like a spring, like an actual spring on the heel. <laughs> and there was one year that a couple of guys wore them at the front of the Boston Marathon. <laughs> and they just, like they weren't elite runners, but they were good runners. Yeah. But they got paid by Spira to just like get out and get on the camera in these shoes. Oh. <laughs> and, and, uh, I mean, then those shoes were banned from all the races and such. Oh my God. Um, and I, I can't imagine they helped nearly as much yeah. as these, these new ones do, but they were just so gimmicky that everyone just, <laughs> you know, wrote them off. But El Paso used to, uh, the Spira, the company hey. used to sponsor a, a race down, down trans mountain, road there okay. in El Paso and they called it the world's fastest 10k and you just go screaming down that mountain and they'd, <laughs> they'd have guys up front wearing those those crazy <laughs> shoes with the spring in them well, that'd be, it, we should do a, a Spira episode and touch back on the history and maybe we could get somebody on from the company yeah we should you know I'll, I'll uh, look up I'll, I'll look into that company see if they still exist and stuff and we can talk about them next week a bit do you have any, do you have any connections that shoe companies angie i wish i did interesting man that'd be sweet so you mentioned screws in your knees do you have issues going through the airport Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know they're i don't know stainless steel about Uh, two inches long two in each knee two inches long i don't i don't know if they'd show up i don't know what at what point at what age did you have to get those um, my right knee, I had it done. I was like 14 or 15. And then my left knee, it was my good knee. I had it done when I was 22. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just have really, um, loose joints, like mm-hmm. a hypermobile sort of like what people call double jointed. And so, um, yeah, my kneecaps just like to pop out. Um, and I was never, I wasn't like an athletic kid or anything. Like, I can't say that I was doing something cool to get an injury. Um, <laughs> the, the first time my knee went out, I was putting on snow pants to go outside. Uh, and I twisted wrong. So. I'm not uh, a natural born did, athlete. Did but. you get to go outside still? Uh, to the hospital, yes, straight uh, right. to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that was that was probably incredibly painful. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I I sort of cringe at it right now thinking about it. So yes. I I have no room to complain about like like this when I when I go on a run and like some little ache or something pops up I'm like maybe I should turn around maybe I should quit. <laughs> my knee hasn't popped out yeah. yet. So, yeah. Unless my knee pops out, I can't stop. So thank you for yeah. the motivation. Don't don't be a wuss, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I have zero excuses. I do I do get pain. I don't know if it's normal, but like 
um, the screws are just below my kneecaps. So like, you know, kind of that bump under your kneecap where like, yeah, that's where the screws are. I don't know if it's normal to get sore right there when running, but I do get sore when I do Hmm. run where my screws Hmm. are. Interesting. Like all the way down your shins or just that one spot spot? Just just that spot. And especially in my left knee, the screws didn't quite heal right. They kinda one kind of sticks out a little bit. But mm. um yeah, it gets a little sore when I Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh you said maybe on the OKC marathon next year. Yeah. Do you have anything that you that you've signed up for 5k local wichita shocker 5k or something (laughs) like that coming up no nothing yet i'm just gonna keep trying to build my endurance you know going to the gym and um seeing what i can push myself to do gently for Uh, sure but i you know i'm i'm open to it i think that would be really fun i did see i i almost signed up there was like a mud run Oh um, yeah, people love those. Here recently, yeah, I was gonna sign up for myself and my kids because I thought that they would like to get muddy and dirty. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we we ended up missing it. Summer is so busy for us. But how, how old are your kids now? My oldest turns nine tomorrow. Okay, wow. and and my youngest will be seven next month. So that's kind of right in the time when. Uh, a lot of parents that we've read about start their kids running marathons. Really? Uh, have, <laughs> well, it's pretty controversial. We, we discussed it on one of our earlier shows. I assumed you had listened to it as a longtime listener of the pod. Uh, yeah. Long time listener, first time. Must, must have missed that one. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, a controversial situation where a, a family ran a marathon together, and they had one of the one of the family members was six years old, so um, they had the child protective services checking in on them and stuff. So, um, so you may want to hold off just a bit before you make them run a marathon. But maybe <laughs> maybe the mud yeah. run is okay. What are what are your thoughts? Corey and I sort of went back and forth on it, like. I mean, I, it doesn't I seem, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's, I guess it's to know sort of their own capabilities of their kid, but a marathon does seem like a bit much for a six-year-old. So my kids, <laughs> we, it, it's hot right now, right? It's summer. I don't know how hot it is where you guys are, but it, it got up to like 103 here today. Mm-hmm. Um, last weekend, we went on the girls wanted to go on a walk in the neighborhood and I said, yeah, let's go. And we made it like half a mile away from our house and they were ready to go home. They were whining and complaining. So I just, it's hard for me to imagine a kid running a whole (laughs) on without whining the whole time about it. Like how did they get through 26 (laughs) miles? That is insane. It was a long, long day. A lot of whining. Oh my gosh. My kids would make me carry them. They would like lay down. They would be so ridiculous. I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's I I can't imagine. I mean, it's hard <laughs> enough as an adult trying to even get through it without whining, much yeah. less yeah. a kid. So I don't know. Ooh. It, it seems sort of ridiculous. We actually did a 5K with our girls uh back when they were they were probably about six and eight or so. Mm-hmm. And um 
you know, we made it, it was kind of an out and back course and we made it down to the turnaround slowly and Mm -hmm. we made it back on a half mile. So we probably had a mile to go still. And one of them just sat down. She was done. She was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. That that's the perfect strategy, actually. I think she had she had the right idea in mind. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, kids. Yeah, that's. But I mean, when you watch kids play, it just appears like they just have endless energy, right? Like, I Mm -hmm. look at kids run, and I I think I don't ever remember running just with boundless energy where it didn't hurt. Like they just look like they could run forever, and when they're having fun and when mm-hmm. they're full, like if, if I said, yeah, let's walk to the pool, they'd be happy about that. Right. But <laughs> mm-hmm. let's just go on a, a walk around the block. No, <laughs> we're going to complain the whole time about that. <laughs> so yeah. You have to have a, a little treat at the end. Exactly. Dangle the carrot. You know, yep. I did um, back when, you know, we lived closer to Kansas city um we did the pancreatic cancer um walk uh it's uh purple stride is what it's called and we did it was it was a 5k we did that a couple times um one of the times I just had my oldest she was like one second time I think I was pregnant and she was like two and uh, and then and then I did it with both girls when they were really little and ended up you know carrying and pushing them in the (laughs) stroller but yeah, so that was, that was around Kansas City. That's awesome. So they've they've done a few a few uh, runs or five Ks then, versus yeah. uh, they they have more under their belt than you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly, yeah, but they had the motivation. There was like a bounce house and face. Oh yeah. So cool that should, that's what they should have instead of water stops is bounce house stops. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> take, a, take a little break. <laughs> Speaking of water, I thought it was really interesting. At the end of the race, there was a guy handing out chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they yeah. say that's at least there was a time when they said that it was like the perfect recovery drink because it was the right mix of sugars and proteins and and such. Yeah, so I was kind of on a kick with that for a while, but you you did it. I, I did I did do it for a while, but you don't um, do it anymore. No, uh, you just go straight to the chocolate ice cream or what? Yeah, just straight chocolate. Straight <laughs> chocolate. I don't know. I have a hard time eating anything after a run mm. for some reason. So I feel like I need to get better about that for some reason. Have so, you guys ever been in a race where they gave out, like, at the water stations, they also had shots of um, pickle juice? No. I haven't, but I have heard of that as a strategy, too. Um, actually... Nick, our first guest, Matt Kustritz, used to, or he tried that when we were running track. He had he had heard that was some something good to do was to take a shot of pickle juice. So he he'd bring pickle juice along to the races. Uh, I'm not sure how long he did it for, if it worked out for him, but um, that's yeah. a good que- that's a good question. That yeah. might be a future uh, ongoing question for our uh, participants in this podcast: is <laughs> what's your pickle juice experience? Right. Yeah. I took it. We th- we were coming up to one of the water stations and they had these little like shot cups of like pickle of like Powerade and all of this. And then one lady's like pickle juice. And I said, yep, I will take it. <laughs> nice. 
Is it dill or uh, those bread and butter pickles or what? It was, <laughs> no, it was that were pickle juice. Yeah, like dill. Oh, dang. Yeah. I think I'd prefer, that. I'd prefer that than the bread and butter ones. Yeah, bread and butter can be a little spicy. Oh, uh, yeah. I just don't like bread and butter ones at all. Oh, man. Only that... dill. Only dill. <laughs> or Angie, we, or garlic barrel pickles. Mm. Mm, that'd be a, a good shot the garlic <laughs> shot yeah mm. right down the gullet <laughs> <laughs> so angie we've got a huge following in the upper midwest we've got a huge huge following down here in uh, new mexico so we're really uh hoping this show expands our our listener base into the into the the, the heartland here into the onto the great plains so oh man count- yeah. we want to be we want to be here. shocked when our uh, stats <laughs> come out, <laughs> that was very good. Um, yeah, I mean, Kansas is just gonna really start listening to this podcast and be all about it. It's gonna be huge. I think so. I mean, there's no reason not to. Yeah, absolutely. So, just one more. I just wanted to go back to your gym, your ongoing gym uh, experiences. So how often are you going to the gym and what's sort of your game plan moving forward? Are you going to stick with the same schedule or are you going to try to bump it up or? So I've been going probably an average of about three times a week and it's, it's so hard with kids and busy summer schedules and work. And, you know, I, I get off work at five, have to pick them up at camp and it's just so much driving. Um, But I'm trying to go at least three days a week, but I hope for more like five days a week, um, you know, just to kind of increase that. I'm also doing weight training um, in addition to cardio. So um, just nice. helping to get stronger. For overall, sure. Healthier overall. How do you like the weight training? What, what type of weight training? Um, I'm doing, I mean, I mostly do like the circuit weight machines. Okay. Um, so I've been going to the gym with my boyfriend and he has an app on his phone of like workouts, like daily workouts. Mm. And, um, so we just follow that each day and sometimes it's more arms, sometimes it's more legs. Um, but a good combination of them. And, you know, I found that I've been handling more weight, um, and you know, can, can do the weights a little bit better than I was even a week or two ago. So, you know, it's neat to see yourself getting stronger. So. Yeah. That's, that's really nice to see that progress. And mm-hmm. I, I do hear a lot of good things about weight training or mixing in weight training with running or weight training with walking slash running. Yeah. Seems like it's a really good combination to sort of get some decent gains and just sort of become an overall healthier person. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels good. You know, it feels good to, to become stronger and to feel like I can handle more and that my body is capable of this. For sure. Yeah. Would you, so is, something that's unhealthy, sorry, Corey, oh, uh, no, something that's unhealthy. We, we constantly talk about doing a beer mile. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. what's that so beer miles you basically have to drink four 12 ounce beers as you're either walking or running a mile so you start off with you tug beer you walk a quarter mile you tug another beer beer do another quarter mile so you drink four beers and it's sort of a timed event is that something that you would ever consider of course so <laughs> i do have 
I do have a little bit of a problem though, because, um, I can't have gluten anymore. Uh, they make gluten-free beers. Yes, now, so. they do. They do. <laughs> I haven't tried any yet. Um, Perfect opportunity. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that'd be really fun. At some point, at some point we're going to have all of our, all of our guests, maybe like a annual sort of event type thing. And we're going to ask each of our guests to attempt the beer mile with whatever beer you choose, <laughs> uh, whatever venue you want, and just to record like part of it or send <laughs> us a little snippet of that so we can do like this uh, montage of of all of our guests. We really hope to get some of them throwing up. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was just thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds of- like sounds like you've got a lot of episodes to catch up on of the the cream cast here too by the way no if my car had like bluetooth i would definitely listen to it but i have an old car and just have the old fm radio so we'll, we'll be on fm before long i think <laughs> i i think yeah. so We'll let you know when we're on your local station. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll look for it. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds fun. I am in. Sweet. Yeah, we. I think so far, I mean, some of our guests have complained a little bit about it, but you're, it sounds like you, you, zero complaints from you, which we really like. So we'll, we'll absolutely make you sort of our poster child for the bear mile. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, it'll be awesome. All right. Uh, at some point in the future, we'll be contacting you. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. I can't wait. So, you have any other questions, Corey? Uh, no, I think we, we just got a few housekeeping things to do here still. Yeah. Nick, if uh, if if uh, we're good with that. Yeah, no, I think we're, we're good on that. Angie, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to to sit down with us and discuss uh, the Oklahoma city Memorial marathon and uh, everything else that you've done. And it was great catching up with you. Yeah. It was so good to talk to you guys. Yeah. We're looking forward to hearing uh, about your future running endeavors. Thanks a lot for coming on. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you guys. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. All right. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on a few things, Nick. We we didn't get any new emails last week. That's um, a shocker. So yeah, the creamcast.pod at gmail.com. Hit us up. We're 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 looking forward to hearing from you guys. What is what is that again? You said it's the, the creamcast.pod at gmail.com. Okay. I still don't know it. So yeah, yeah. So so and it's imperative that our listeners like and share us and subscribe to our show because uh, you know, where I was I was throwing our show up on this let's run.com message board and yeah. they, don't, they don't seem to want us on there. They you've been, picked, they've deleted my messages twice now, twice. You've within been like 30 minutes. Well, I don't think I've been banned yet. So the first uh, six shows I, I posted, no problem. Hmm. Then I posted show seven last week and uh, about 20 minutes later, the thread was gone. It was, it was deleted. So I was like, huh, that's, that yeah. seems like it must've been an error. So uh, I posted it again, and Ugh. five minutes later, it was gone. So we're we're yeah. uh, you know we're, somebody has it out for you. Yeah. So so the the point is, we're counting on our listeners to get the word out on yeah. this uh, on this you, thing. You you hit it. You hit the nail on its head. It's imperative that our multitude of listeners share it with their friends and their family. 
Exactly. I think we I think we have a really high following of moms. So I mean, at least if you don't do anything else, to share with your mom. Yeah, I think I mean, moms that's... seem to like like the the banter. Yeah. <laughs> yep. My my mom likes it. I know. Yeah, I mean, if my mom had internet or a phone, she'd probably like it. Right, right. But uh, she doesn't have either of those. So. so yeah, the last thing I wanted to touch on, we got a big race here in Albuquerque this oh, week. Yeah, I'm unfortunately yeah. not going to be able to make it, but this one would have been right up our alley. It's the uh, the Cherry Garcia run. Ty, ties right into that dream mentality. Exactly. Um, Dang. So, so is this, what, what length is this race? This is a 5K. It's okay. a flat course, they say, flat and fast. And this is has been going on by... for a it, it is... Um, I assume, I assume it's got to have something to do with Ben and Jerry's, right? Yeah, I would think so. It, it doesn't really mention it, but I'm assuming you get some Cherry Garcia at the end of this thing. It is a, uh, a, a so. race to combat childhood obesity, so you probably just get a taster. <laughs> They're not um, handing out gallons? Yeah, yeah, maybe not. But, yeah, if anybody's uh, taking part in this one, we want to hear from you because yeah, this is, absolutely. I mean, we sh- we should be live at this thing i feel uh, like. we really should if we would have planned but next year next year we'll next be year we'll be this. there we'll we set will up have a tent. our first we'll have our first well our second live podcast our first live podcast is going to be the beer mile right our second live podcast will be the cherry garcia 5k next year and we'll hopefully they'll just give us all the cherry garcia to eat as we podcast exactly or i guess we could just run and podcast as we're running we, yeah we could well We'll, we'll figure it know. out. We've, we've we'll, got we'll a get year it to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, year. that's uh, that that's all I really had to to tidy things up here, Nick. Awesome. So if well, you, you got anything for... else? No, no. I appreciate you touching on those points. Uh, we're definitely we definitely want to tie in the local races and and get some uh, not I guess advertising out there for these local races. So if you happen to listen to this before the Cherry Garcia, and you don't have anything to do on do this weekend, hit it up. Right on. All right. Well, as always, stay creamy. Have a good night. You too.